Broadcasting in HD Radio. Worldwide. 24 7. 365. Mobile app power. Giddy Loud Radio. on the show? Why would you let you be on the show? Anyone can call to the show. You need to go somewhere anyone. It's not about who asked you to enter this conversation? It's a dialogue that elicits emotion, sparks a reaction, and forces you to take action. It's the what the heck when rants. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this episode are solely those of the author involved and do not necessarily represent those of the Rants Show, Giddy Lounge Radio, or What the Heck Man. Enjoy. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the What the Heck Man Rants. I do this for real as always, reporting to do my duty on the microphone, and I got one question and one question only. What's that? Mubs got beats. Beach. Beach. Yeah, grew up on a dumb estate. Buzz world, that's a jumpy place. Everybody getting white boy wasted. Right now, I can't feel my face. Two chicks in the back just waiting. Trying to act like they don't want to wait. Slow down, baby girl, it's late. I can't drive in the States. And I don't want to crush this rent. Could a depot looking all crate. And your girlfriend looking like Kate. Looking like creme brulee. And the next one looking like chop souffle. Sweet one. And we don't have two days. We were chilling on a big two days. Bad niggas on the verse from me. Who am I? What's my name? C H I P. Yeah, yeah. C's up like I'm from C Town. Buzzwell, ambush at MC. I went school in T late nights. We sneak to Basin with green. Hoodie up, hat low on the W3. No beef, but affiliations get peak. Not standing with 30 G's. Cuban on me like 30 G's. Just me, touch money and teeth. That's Kush and money and teeth. Three lions, fuck 30 sheep. But I ain't with the violent raps. Niggas talk four fours, gas in the four door. Strip you with a violent chat. I ain't gotta buy no waps. Nah. My nigga said, Chippy, we got you. God said, Sky them traps. Five MCs on my Jackson, spin them like Michael Jacks. Please don't forget these facts. I let it cap, no cap. Yeah, grew up on a dumb estate. Buzz world, that's a jumpy place. Got my Cali in my suit, I'm wasted. Right now, I can't feel my face. Two chicks in the back just waiting. Tryna act like they don't want wait. Huh? Slow down, baby girl, it's late. I can't drive in the States And I don't wanna crush this rent Could a depot looking all crate And your girlfriend looking like cake Looking like creme brulee And the next one looking like chop souffle And we done a lot today We were chilling on a book today All of this ice on me Still man I got no chill I was on the billboard chart last week Look this week and I'm on there still I see the niggas in the back just hating Tryna act like they keep it real Move to the rich part, oh you're bathing Catch man slipping on Primrose Hill Better put respect on my name when you speak it I said Lukey world and I mean it If it don't make sense then I leave it Texting me bullshit then I just swipe and delete it Texting me bullshit then I just swipe and delete it Millions on the table tryna get paid Nah, I ain't tryna catch no case That's why the shooters have got no face And the likers have got no trace The prouders have got no lace And you haters have got no taste Meridian tug till I'm old and grey Take a moment to censor yourself and ask yourself that all important question How are you doing? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you glad? Are you happy to be alive? Are you thankful? Are you blessed? 
Welcome to another edition of the What The Heck Man Rants. It's about to be a fun time. If you're listening to the show alone, you're doing it wrong. Tell a friend to tell another friend to tell their ex-boyfriend, soon-to-be divorced husband, sister's wife, that the rant show is live. Ladies and gentlemen, let's have some fun tonight. I want the records to show that when it's all said and done, I will be one of the motherfucking greatest to do this shit. Just say, Putting it out there. In the universe. So, it's done. So, something happened this past weekend. Um, For the first time in a long time, I listened back to one of our old episodes. And it dawned on me that you guys don't appreciate me. You guys don't appreciate me enough. And you don't compliment me for my awesomeness. Because... When I listened to that episode back, I was like, first of all, this intro is flawless as fuck. Secondly, my voice sounds so flipping beautiful. And nobody ever says, oh my God, what a great voice. They always be like, oh, you have a nice smile. Oh, oh, your skin is so nice. Why doesn't nobody compliment my voice? Why? So, I'm airing out my frustrations today to start out this episode. Because as I get older, I realize that I need to take all of my wins, all of my small wins, and my big wins, and the ones that are medium size. So this is a win for me, and I'm just going to hold on to it. And if you are out there rolling your eyes right now, Shopano will strike you. So therefore, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for being present and for being here right this moment, because it's about to be a motherfucking awful episode. I know nobody understood what I just said, but I'm going to say it again. It's about to be a motherfucking awesome episode. Thank you for listening to what I just have to say. But, you know, because I'm not here by myself. um, And for the first time in a long time, she's actually going to allow me to introduce her before she starts shouting. Because... All she knows how to do is shout. She, she's, she's basically the, <laughs> the best way to describe this particular person, right? Is the beginning of this ad that you're about to hear right now. Here you go. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Why are you running? You know that? Why are you running? Why are you running? That ad is Wobia. Because that's how Wobia enters every single call before we start the show on Monday. So, Wobia, come and show yourself. What's popping? Why are you disrespectful? <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay. <laughs> I don't appreciate this kind of slander, okay? It's not true. Instead of him to appreciate my energy, he's here insulting me. Sorry. You know, I appreciate I appreciate your energy. I appreciate I appreciate it a lot. Um, but it's the um, funniest shit. But yeah. yes, y'all, it's Monday again. Happy belated no. Mother's Day to all the beautiful, amazing mothers who were celebrated last 
I mean, <laughs> who was celebrated yesterday? I was about to say last year. Um, who was celebrated yesterday? Um, yes, I'm happy to be here. Today's going to be a great show. And yeah, that's all I got to say. All right. Since Somi has already insulted me. Wow. Um, our other co-host for today's episode is also here. Um, she thinks everything I say about her is throwing shade. So I have proceeded to decide to not say shit. So, ladies and gentlemen, Laulu. Wow, Guan. Also, <laughs> that's how you're gonna introduce me. Wait, this is matter what I say day. because if I say I was, I was actually gonna compliment your shoes in your last Instagram post, but then you think I was throwing shade, so I just oh, decided. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Too motherfucking late. Too late. See, nope. you're just a hater. You're a hater on good things How? in life, okay? How did I hate? Because How? you saw a great thing happening on mm-hmm. the gram. Just a girl just, you know, blessing the world with my <laughs> presence. And then you just can't appreciate it. You just don't want to say it. You don't want the people to know that your girl's out here doing the thing, being great, trying to be great, trying to do this thing called life. You you don't want people to know that you're trying to you're trying to block my shine. You're trying to hide me. Why are you trying to hide me, Sami? What's good? What's good? Like, what's I, up? I, I didn't I didn't do that. Hmm. Well, yeah. Did I get an introduction? Because I, I don't I don't recall getting an introduction. I don't recall him saying anything good about me in that, that introduction. So like, let me just a hater, okay? That Honestly. is what that is what you all will need to just understand. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we can just continue in peace, you know? Exactly. That's we won't make our peace with it, but we'll, we'll try to understand and try to pray for you. We'll try, as a collective, we'll try to pray for Somi, the Rents Collective. We need to pray for Somi. And so that he can also get out of the zoo and the garden that he's doing on Instagram because, man, <laughs> wagwan. <laughs> I, okay, just, I, like, I just feel like... The nature. I feel like... I should be like appreciated because I don't. What have you done to to be appreciated? I'm confused. Explain. Break it down. I I, I just I think when I look at myself, I see a lot of awesomeness, um, and mm, I just that's feel like, you. You know, I feel like for people who like to complain a lot about, you know not getting credit or being celebrated or being, you know, giving awesome intros. How about you guys give me an intro? You know what? Here we go. On today's episode. But here is in order for us to give you an intro, you need to have done something that deserves an intro. Sami, what have you done? What? You know what? I I have I have put up with you. So that is all. Mic drop. Boom. There you go. Sorry, but like Sorry. Wobia said, you know, since I don't want to talk to these women here, um, a happy belated Mother's Day to all the moms and non-moms and women, awesome women out there, and you know everyone that is playing a mother role. Um, that includes you, first daughter, um, 
for first nieces, whatever, whatever positions you've had to play, you know, when you're spending your life, you spend your youth being a mom. Um, so shout out to y'all um, as well. And shout out to everyone that I have ever been with that used their brain to not be a mother while they were with me because... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you let me on your own. Uh, <laughs> I so y'all, I just wow. saw the most crazy thing on Twitter. <laughs> um I'ma just I'ma just tag you in it and just just tell me what you <laughs> This thing better be crazy. It honestly, it better, it better be crazy. <laughs> Did you tag us already? Yes. Damn, I didn't know. Shit, I, I was just trying to find out. Let's see. Um. Okay. Wait, did you see Wait, it? What am I looking at? I don't see nothing. Also, the fact that we we're on. Oh, Twitter you tagged me. Show. She tagged me. Um. <laughs> but let me see. I'm opening it. It's opening up. First of all, what? what? Okay, why? Why would you do? Oh my God, I'm done. I'm well, done. Why? Why would you do this? Why would you do this? I hate you. I. Oh my God. Um, Lalu, I I don't think you want to be part of this, but um, you know, since that's that's gonna be so me. Nah, I want to see it. That's so me with his babe. <laughs> What? Oh, I need to see this. So that's what that's gonna be that's gonna be me and you. Is that what you're saying, Wobia? <laughs> Since you want to be throwing shade. Throwing shade. <laughs> I mean, continue. <laughs> continue. Um, I'm gonna just give Lalu a second to open it up so we can all be in pain together. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You know things like this happen. You know you just see things on the timeline and. It just kind of stops in your tracks. You're like, is, okay. Is is, is Lalu using DSL? Cause... Oh no! I did not need to see this. <laughs> oh no! 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 <laughs> no! What am I looking at? <laughs> this is the real like. I never expected it. <laughs> I never expected this, but like. <laughs> The part that kills me, honestly, is the emoji. The emoji is so... Because it's so <laughs> accurate, wow. though. Like, it's the most accurate emoji ever. Um, but, yeah. Wow. Mm. Anyway. Okay, so, somebody sent this question in um, yesterday, and I thought it was, like, perfect um, to ask, because I want to ask... I feel like the threshold for men and for women... It's quite different when managing this like subject matter. So the checking question for the day, use your hashtag um the rest should let us know where you're answering from is what is the craziest thing you have ever done to keep someone? To keep someone? Mm-hmm. From like breaking up with you, dumping you, whatever. <laughs> This loudly is just dead inside. Like something's something's literally broken inside this girl. And like you even need to like you even need to help her. Like 
<laughs> this is so funny because I can't even imagine doing anything to even keep someone. <laughs> Charlie, I can't even keep myself. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. So I will I wait till okay, since Lalu is dead on the inside. Um <laughs> Wobia, how about you? I already said I don't do anything. Please. What is where have, are these? You know what? Actually, story. you know, in a way, in a very weird way, I stand the two of you for that because I feel like you need to have. Well, why know, should I be going crazy? To honestly, like, why do you have to go like, crazy? You can't go crazy. So you guys have you never fucked up and like been on the brink of losing a friend, a partner, and like had uh, to do something to so, keep them. Listen, listen, so, listen. There's no reason because my thing is. None. First of all, I'm a very unbothered individual. Like, God. I will be so unbothered. Like, there was a friend I had that I literally told her. She was like, maybe we'll reconnect later on in life. I said, no, we're not going to. Yeah. Bye. Like, it was just, like, she was trying to, she was trying to, like, dissolve the friendship but then still hold on to shit. I was like, there's no holding on to anything. Wow. And this is the last. There's no future. No, we're not reconnecting. It's done. Like, once someone is done, they're done. And it's like, there's no point in trying to hold on to be, you know, string it on to like nothing. That's because it's literally nothing. And Who hurt you so, guys? who hurt you guys? You know, what happened? See, my thing is this about people. Listen, there, there's what, eight billion people, eight million, I don't know, eight something people in this world. There are if six you're billion be people. True. Thank you. Thank you, Wobia. Thank you very much. Uh, well, Wobia said there's six billion people. You think I'm going to let you stress me out? Bam. Nah, B. I already got enough people that are paying me to stress me out at work. I don't need to, someone to be stressed wow. me out for free. You can't stress me out for free. <laughs> like, nah, B. You, my thing is just this. When you're in a relationship or a friendship, it should be easy. Like, yes, we are two completely different individuals. We are two strangers trying to make this thing work called life, trying to figure it out. And now you want to add on the irrelevant nonsense to stress me out? Sis, is your stress adding money to my bank account? No. Sis is it adding... and bro. Sis and bro. The, like... the same treatment. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Your argument... See, okay, this is my thing is this. You know, at the beginning of this year, when Diddy was like, 2019 is the year of okay, I stand by that. If, you, if you're going to be arguing with me, I'll just tell you, okay. I'm not even going to be going back and forth with you about it. It's just, okay. Like, that's it. Just, okay. And that's, you're not adding money to my bank account. You're not helping me clear my skin. You're not increasing my credit score. You're not buying me a house. You're not doing anything. And you think you're going to be stressing me out? You're not giving me any type of benefits. At all. Like, what, what, what's, your, like what, what's your deal? Like, explain well, your listen, purpose in my life. Even my parents don't stress me, eh? Thank you. And my parents Thank are, you. are doing much more in my life than anyone has ever done for me. And anyone will ever do for me. So how can I be stressing myself over you? Thank you. The other day, I had to tell I had to tell my dad because my dad was like beating on something really that was like kind of like very important to him. And I was like, Dad, I love you, I really do, but you stressing me out. So I'm gonna let you figure this one out. And then once you have it figured out, we're gonna talk. And he was like, Okay, I respect that. See, if you can't even do that, and my father is respecting the fact that he cannot stress me out. 
Nah, fam. The door. That's so me. So me. You sound like you sound like you might have done some crazy something. So tell us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nope. Mm -hmm. Tell us. To keep someone or to win them back? I've done crazy stuff to win someone back, but like to keep someone. To keep someone, I'm usually on my shit like while I'm with them. So, um. So why did you? Unless I don't want to be with them, to be honest, huh? Why did you have to win them back? Because people, people are dumb. The fuck? Because people do dumb shit and they they're dumb. Like, did I say that already? Because they're dumb. Wait, so um, they so dumb and you wanted to you, win them back? Yeah. Let's just say at the time that I was doing crazy things for people, Sha, I did not necessarily entirely know my worth. And now I'm a bad bitch. So fuck y'all. <laughs> and fuck anybody that wants to stress me out. So that's just that. Um, so what did you do though let's hear it what did you do to win them back mm-hmm. i mean i begged i cried i wrote essays tell me you hold on rewind, rewind. <laughs> you see how hard that is that she is to believe now that's, you how, beg- that's how you know you huh? you are begging <laughs> i begged though i begged i cried i i i did everything and um thank god for progress amen Amen. Because <laughs> for me, the man that you are now, there's no begging. There's no begging. It's like, it's, 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 very, it's quite hard. <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's tough. It's tough. Um, because I yeah, I just I just got too much sauce. Like I just hey, I, I'm sorry. it's true. You're like, about to too much sauce. I, I'm, too much I'm sauce. too saucy, and and <laughs> you can't fucking stress me out. So sorry. Um, but all right, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about adulting, which I consider the greatest scam of all time. Um, because, you know, when I was a certain age, I had a best friend, his name is Deji Fakoya. Um, and we lived together in Nigeria with, I lived with my grandparents and he lived like maybe like a seven minute walk. And I remember I used to like we used to sit there and dream of like what our adulthood would be like. Right. Like we're like, Oh, you know, we're going to go to the same university. Um, we're going to get an apartment together and then we're going to like share like facts. Like we're going to like live together and then like, I'm going to be your best man and you're going to be my best man. And like the dumbest shit, because right now, if I did a list of twenty people to be my best man, that guy wouldn't be on it. And wow. it's not even you that. Still talk to him. Uh, it's like, okay, I left Nigeria and finally in two thousand and six. I see him every so often, and I'm still my parents are still cool with his parents. But like, you know, like when you just like grow up and you have a mentality change, and the other person's mentality goes in the opposite direction. Like, we're just not... We're different men, basically. That's the genesis and revelation of the whole thing. Which happened. You know what happened. Yeah, and it's fair. It's just like, now, when I was younger, I used to spend all my time dreaming of how I would be impactful in, like, America and all the places in the world I wanted to go. And now I spend all my time trying to figure out how much is in my 401k, how much is in my savings, did I, should I really buy that suit? Do I really need it? 
that's gonna be two hundred dollars that's gonna my account. Like that you sending the money. Or like, you know, people be like, Let's go out and eat. Like back then it was like, Oh, you know, you always thought money would come because somebody was covering your rent and now it's like I gotta think of my health insurance. I gotta think of my health. I gotta is my body feeling like this? Why am I feeling like this? Am I stressed? Am I adulting is a scam. And today with the help of these beautiful ladies, we're gonna break it down and dig right into it. So we'll be at what are you going to say? There's so many layers, you know. All right, take it away. Walk us through it. What's 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 the layer that's most affecting you in your life right now as an adult woman? <sighs> well, <laughs> that side. That side, though. That side. you good? Yo. You're good, Wobia. Like. <laughs> Talk to us. We're here for you. We're here for you. <laughs> no, but there's just so many layers to adulting, and it's just like because adulting, and when you think about it, is such an umbrella term, like. It covers so many things because my adulting, I mean, even though there's, there's, you know, fundamental things, you know, but there's, my adulting might be different from someone else's adulting. And just, you know, in regards to what we're doing on a daily basis, the types of stresses that we're having or not having. And so that's why, like, I feel like we need to just peel back the layers, like, one by one. And the number one thing I would say that I have encountered with adulting is the inflow and outflow of relationships and people in your life. And that is something that, and I think that's probably like one of the biggest things because relationships are literally like, you know, they, they're important and like we go through life constantly building them and breaking them and restructuring them. So I think that's a huge, huh? What are you talking? Are you, what are you saying? Oh, can you hear me? Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, relationships and just like, and when I say relationship, I'm not talking about romantic relationships. I mean, it could be, but just, like, getting used to, like, people coming in and out of your life, you know? Um, And so, for me, like, I noticed when from, like, college, because, I mean, you can consider adulting. I mean, for some people, college really is, like, a full-blown adulting experience, depending on the level of support that you have. So, like, from college up until now, like, the people who have come in and out of my life, it's like a it's like a constant like opening and closing of the door. Like um, I feel like as I've gotten older, I've gotten more used to like I guess quote unquote disappointment and and seeing people go or not necessarily necessarily worrying about keeping people here. Just because it's like as I've gotten older, I know what it is I want out of life. I know the kind of like adult that I am and what I can handle and cannot handle. And I think, like, some people really struggle with, like, having to realize that some people are going to, like, leave your life while you're trying to figure out this whole adulting thing and trying to figure out your way. And it hurts because sometimes it's the people you've known for, like, the longest time that you thought 
you know, like you were saying earlier, you thought you would grow old with. Like, you guys would have kids, and you guys would be 50, 60 years old talking about, wow, look at our careers, look at our lives, and and then they're not there. And then sometimes you can be, like, 30, and you meet, like, the best friend you've ever met in your life, you know? So I just, I think that plays a huge part in the whole adulting experience. Part of the parts that I'm interested in finding out is, like, for both of you, like, when did you, like, actually realize that you were grown in the what? context of what we're talking about? Like, even though I'm still not grown because my mama loves me and she's still, you know, be sending me shit. Um, but, yeah. Um, for me, honestly, so I'm not an adult, please. Let, let's not oh do that. Oh, my God. But... but but the one time that I was like, oh, I think this is what they call adulting. I kid you not, the day after my my graduation from college, the very next day, I get a letter from IRS saying I owe them money. I was like, what? Yo, do you know how much money you have to be making for the IRS to say you're owing them money? Lao Lu, show us the way. No. Show us the way. Apparently, I had like, when I was doing my internship, I had, so you know, like you put the tax exam, like numbers and whatever. I had somehow, because I was doing my internship in another state, I had like tried, I had to put in like different numbers to like kind of like show that, oh, I could be exempt. But IRS was like, nah, fam, you're not. And now that you're actually out of college, you owe us some money. And my dad was just like, so um, here, you have a letter. And I was like, okay, what is this? And it was like, you owe IRS money. And I said, what? <laughs> I was like, man, what? <laughs> that was the day that I said, oh, I, th- I think this is what this adulting thing is. Listen, y'all, adulting, you, I, 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 I have not figured it out. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I'm just kind of winging it, to be quite honest. Um, I don't think anyone really ever figures it out. To, honestly, you're just, it's just a lot of, it's a lot of changing. You change a lot. You um, you pay IRS. Ta- you pay a lot of taxes. You pay a lot of bills. You um, you cut people off. You cut people out of your life. People cut you out of their life, which is fine. You grow. You grow up and you grow out of each other in relationships and friendships. And you just and that is completely okay. And you know you just begin to. For me, when I realized that, okay, I think this is. This is the one thing that's going to stay constant in my life throughout this entire adulting process was that, one, I came to terms with the fact that I'm dying um, and I need to start taking care of um, things like insurance and life insurance and um, getting my life together. Um, And also (laughs) when I began and you begin to think about like your life choices a lot more like, okay, what if I only have. You know, certain things are just guaranteed to happen. You're going to die someday. And you don't, I, for me, it's just like, I just don't want to be here paying taxes, paying rent, paying bills. And then all of a sudden, when it's actually like coming down to it, I have nothing to show for it. That, that was when I was like, okay, I think, I think I'm growing up. But I don't like it. I, I don't want it. I want this membership to be over. I don't want to die. That's what I'm saying. But like, if this is a trial membership, I want him to take it back. I would like to go back to the time when, you know, life was just easy. And I was, college was not adulting for me. 
that was not even it because college is such a cute. Where did you go to? Bubble. Where did you go to school? I went to school at Tufts University in Boston. Uh, and I say that for this reason. I mean, I was away from home, and like there are certain elements of, uh, I guess, adulting. You can say, like, oh, you're living on your own. You don't have anyone telling you what to do. But my parents never, I mean, my parents had rules that were like, they didn't say them, but you knew them, you know, kind of thing. And like in college, it's like this idea of, you know, I had a job, I was working, I was, you know, fending for myself. But at the same time, there are so many things that you don't deal with. Like you don't deal with having to create your own schedule outside of your nine to five, like thinking about what you're going to do with your passion or whatever, because everyone's doing the same thing. You're all going to classes. You're all going through the same stress. Everyone has the same time period amongst all your friends. But once you graduate, everyone's doing different things. Everyone's at like different levels of their lives, even though you're all at the same age. Some people are in grad school. Some people are having kids. Some people are getting married. Um, some people are getting flued out. Some people are having sugar daddies. Some people are having glucose parents. And you're there. Speak you your truth, Flaulu. Like, Speak your truth. Listen, I said... I said, and you're there. Did you miss the part that you're there? You is me. I'm, I'm you. You, you, me. <laughs> don't play. Please don't ruin my market. <laughs> but I feel like college was just that nice bubble where everyone did the same thing. You, no matter how like rich your friends were or how, you know, no matter the socioeconomic status, there was still this cute little convenient community where you all experience things that are very similar as long as you all lived like in the same area. But once graduation happens, bam, IRS be hitting you left, right, and center. Um, and all of a sudden, you get kicked off your parents' insurance. Um, yeah, it's, it'd be rough out here. It's a whole scam. No matter what anyone tells you about adulting, don't believe them. Just listen to the people who are doing it right now and try to figure it out with them because we're all just figuring it out. That's what I've learned. Nobody knows anything that they're doing. No one. There is no such thing as an adult. I mean, is, is that like... We don't know what we're doing. Is that really a thing? Or is it possible to like... Like, is, is not knowing what you're doing knowing that you don't know what you're doing? Right? Like, I think there's a difference. For the longest time, right? 90% of what I used to beat myself up about as an adult were things that I had been told that I had siloed myself into thinking. Like, I was just like, okay, this is just me. I'm the one who's going through this. And then when you start to, like, interact with more people around your age going through similar shit and they're like, oh, we all don't know. it," You're like, oh, wait, that's the norm. Like, we all don't know. And the moment we can all agree that we don't know, then we know that we don't know. Like... It's just that way. I'm like, mm, I cannot come and keep myself, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be stressed. Um, if it happens, it happens. And I think I used to tell people this. My friends usually get upset with me, but when I tell them that I am one of the fastest in accepting my realities, and that reality makes me seem like I'm cold or I'm mean or something, but it's like I literally say, and I say it in Yoruba most of the time. And it literally will be, it means I can't keep myself. But I always say, I cannot die for gnawing. I just cannot. I, you can't stress me. And even myself, if, I'm, if I feel like I'm stressing myself, I'm just not going to. Um, but let me ask you this. Like, when did you, um, like, what was your first experience when it came to, like, realizing that you had to be responsible for your decisions going forward? Because, 
and the way I want you to think about it and think about your sort of your answer is like, you know how like when you're younger you can do something and be like, my parents got it, right? Like if I if I kick if I'm playing soccer and I kick this ball and it breaks my neighbor's window, my daddy and my mommy are going to pay for it. Like I kind of know that in the back of my head, but it doesn't stop me from doing. It. But like right now you're like, hmm. If I'm parallel parking and I move this car too far back, I have to pay for it. But like, what was your first interaction with like, yo, any decision I make, I'm fully responsible for as an adult? Um, for me, it was when I went away for, for college. My parents made it very, my dad made it very, very, very clear. Crystal clear. Even though like I was still so young I was only like 17 or whatever I just turned 17 and my dad was like if you're gonna go for college you're on your own it was he was just straight up like oh why you are on your own if you go away for college and I was like all right so when I was in college it was like my freshman year and freshman year was kind of like it was, it was it was a bit rough for me because I didn't know anyone I was you know this little girl you know I was just I was just trying to do my best life um <laughs> and Life, life came at me fast and hard. I went from being an economics major, you know, with the whole, oh, I'm going to go to law school right after graduation, to being like, yo, I actually don't like this at all. And meanwhile, I'm here, and my parents are kind of not going to help me out this time. And it was just like, my mom, I, I remember I spoke to my mom, and I was like, okay, you know, I just dropped off my major, you know, I'm no longer an econ major. Um, I don't really think I'm going to go to law school right after graduation. I kind of don't know what I'm doing. And my mom was literally said to me, Lalu, I'm at the airport. Pray to God, you figure it out. And I said, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I said, wow. So to me, it was just like that very moment because I know, and that was the moment that I also realized that my parents were just, they had given me complete autonomy over my own decisions. Well, more so my mom. My dad still, you know, still chimes in here and there. But my mom was just like, if you're going to do this, you got to do it right. And I'm not going to help you out or bail you out or anything. So it, now I just have it in the back of my mind because people always see me doing a little bit of some qu crazy things, you know, a little bit of some daredevil things. And I just have it in the back of my mind like, yo, I got my mom praying for me. So... <laughs> If I jump out of this plane or do something and I, I'm just going to hang on to the fact that my mama is praying for me and that would be the reason I don't die. But everything <laughs> else is kind of on me. So like, yeah, it was pretty much when I went away for college and, you know, that call with my mom and she was just like, I'm at the airport. I'm leaving. You're going to be fine. You figure it out. And four years later, thank the Lord, we did graduate somehow. <laughs> yeah, that was it for me. Well, yeah, how about you? Um, I think, I mean, honestly, I don't think I've ever had a point in my life when I felt like my parents weren't there for me. So in that sense, I'm, in that sense, I, I guess my adulting is a little different from other people. It, it, I'm not, it's not like I'm like wholeheartedly depending on my parents, but, uh, my parents are the, especially my dad, he's a very much provider type personality where he's like, you know, and he's a very giving person just by nature, by heart. Um, and so he's kind of like, if I have it and you need it, like you need it, I got you. Um, and so for me, 
I just I most I learned how to um I learned that I was an adult, adult, not because I was being cut off from my parents or anything, or because I felt like I couldn't reach out to them, but more so because I realized that what I wanted for my life was different from what they wanted for my life. Mm -hmm. um, because I realized that what I wanted to do as an adult is not what they had in, envisioned for me. So they wanted me to, you know, be in the medical field or, you know, be an engineer or do something in that sense. And I realized that wasn't for me. And when I told them that, I was like, okay, now I feel like an adult because now I have to like figure out what I what I want to do with my life. Um, so for me, that happened like senior year of college because I, I did physical therapy because the physical therapy, you have to do an undergrad degree and then go to get your doctor's degree in physical therapy. So I finished my undergrad. I got into Howard physical therapy school and I didn't go <laughs> and I never told my parents that I got in um, because I didn't want to go and then I went to Nigeria and did NYSC and uh, um, and so it was then when I realized okay like you know I got to figure my shit out because if I'm not doing what they want me to do I need to be doing something that's worth my time so that was that was it for me I think like oh and to clarify just to clarify one thing, it's not like if I call my parents, like they won't answer. Um, but just it's very similar to Wobia's in a way that the life that I want for myself also was not the one that they envisioned for what well, the career, so to speak. So it's, it's but like if I reach out to them, my thing is just I don't want to have to reach out to them and say and have that conversation of, oh, if you had done it the way we wanted you to do it, mm. you wouldn't need something right now. So it's like that was the moment for me. I mean, my parents like, have that conversation every day. I don't care. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the well, point well, well, that's very different though care. from like the fear of regret. Like, do you know, like, if you try something, like, okay, I branched off in college, changed my major from accounting to sociology and then to psychology. And when I graduated and got into grad school and everything, I actually got into grad school. People don't know this, but I got into grad school initially for clinical psychology. And it was when I started the program that I was like, yeah, I asked myself a question. One of my life goals is to be impactful in Nigeria. And I was like, is this clinical psychology going to let me do what I want to do? Or is it just like going to be cool to say, oh, you know, you're a doctor because it was a PhD program, um, master slash PhD hybrid. And I was like, nah, I'm going to go get an MBA. Like, I want to know how to be a manager and how to manage money and create business and create wealth and stuff like that and um yeah but like it wasn't like oh you know i couldn't make the decision but then like every single decision i made after that i was always like i never want to go back to them to have them say oh you should have listened to me mm. like and knowing that that burden of that decision was like on my back was when i realized that okay this is some real shit like i'm grown like I have to make I have to make this thing work. I have to win at this thing, like convincingly, um, and not just like half-ass it. I also just kind of I actually started to realize, even away from like life decision, was like I started to my parents' decisions started to like always be under a magnifying glass for me, and I was like, oh, I'm not gonna make that mistake. 
I'm not going to make that mistake. I'm not going to do things that way. I'm not going to do that that way. When I started to see that in any decision I was making, those things were playing in my head. I was like, yeah, you're not a kid no more. Like, you're thinking like a grown man. Like, you're thinking like someone who's not trying to, like, struggle over the things my parents are struggling over in their, old, in their older years um, than when I was younger. But, yeah. That's real. That's real. Very real. Because... Um. I can't, I can't come fuck this up. <laughs> but even now, I feel like I'm every day. I'm realizing I'm an adult. You know, every day, every day is a realization. So it's like a never-ending realization. It's like, oh, oh, so so that's how that works. Okay, no problem. <laughs> like, I think even now, and not to cut you off, it's like so recently, right? I had to do something for my parents that required a lot of effort on my end let me just say money was involved and and it was paining me because i I used to get mad at my parents when i was growing up sometimes i still do there's like some element of resentment there where i'm like i wish i could be like all these other people who call their parents when they needed something or they knew that if they fucked up their parents would come through like i've never had that experience like everything that I relied on my parents was high, was for like rent, um, and when I say rent, I mean like living in their house and like oh maybe you know paying for my education, the parts that they had to pay for, but like most of it was loans that are in my name, um, and you know I never got the oh my parents are paying for a trip to go to Nigeria, or my parents are doing this or that like that just I never had that before. And it used to annoy me because I was like, I, I've never had the kid experience. But, like, even coming into my adulthood, I'm the one who's now giving back. And I'm like, fam, I don't even get to enjoy my own shit because now I got to give it back to y'all. And this is, a, this is a scam because you guys were over here, like, trying to force me to do whatever. And now it's the other way around. Um, so I think, like, that's, like one of the ways that I realized, like, fuck, like, I'm, I I have to be, like, they, they talk about stuff and I'm always just, like, obsessing over them and taking care of them. And I'm like, is this what my parents had to go through when I was younger? Because literally from our age now, you're going to be doing that till your own kids are, like, our age. Like, you're going to be worrying about your parents and then worrying about your own kids forever. Ah. Forever. Wow. Well, I mean, honestly, and, like, I feel like that's why I said there's layers. Like, people go through different adulting because it's, like, how you were saying, like, you envy people who, like, their parents are paying for, like, their flight tickets back home and things like that. Or you having to take care of your parents and, like, do things for them, whether it's, like, money-wise or... Because, like, at now, at this point, I don't... My parents, like, me and my sisters, we don't, like... My parents don't look to us for like financial help for like hey we need you guys to contribute we need like so like that's why I feel like everyone has their different levels and I'm blessed enough to say that even in my adult age in this I'm not even and on the spectrum of stress my stress is not even that high to be very honest um (laughs) and 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 I, I, I'm ungrateful. And sometimes I take a step back and, and I have to, like, be appreciative of that. Because it's like, my parents' house is always here. Like, 
You know what I mean? Like my parents bought all my siblings cars. Like my sister, when she went to college, my parents bought her a car that she drove up until she's, she just turned 30. She turned 30 in December. She drove that car up until maybe a year ago, two years ago. Right. My, my other sister, they bought her a car, which is the one that I'm now driving. The only reason why she's not driving it because she went to China for like four years and then she came back and now she's in Seattle where she takes public transportation. Like, and so it's just like, there's so many levels. Like my, my dad is, pays my student loans like you get what i'm saying like and i understand not a lot of people can say that shit you know what i mean are they, and are so they, are they adopting i, I know right? <laughs> i'm like where do i sign up because please. i'm like where do and i sign so family <laughs> so sometimes i even feel bad like wow like i i have it better than a lot of people and that's one of the reasons why like I'm I'm still bent on like living the life I want to live, but I'm also it's also in the back of my mind that while I need to make sure I succeed at what I'm doing because I really don't have any real obstacles in my life. You know what I mean? I didn't come from I didn't grow up in the projects. I wasn't struggling to eat three meals a day. Like my parents are not asking me to to split my paycheck. So like I don't have any real life like you know hard obstacles, and so it's like. For me, you know, five years from now, if I'm not where I want to be and like really succeeding, then I will consider that a failure because it's like, what, what, what was I doing? You know what I mean? Like, what was I really doing? So, for me, that's always in the back of my mind. It's just like I have, I have great parents, and I need to take advantage of that. You know. I mean, you might not know, maybe because they haven't told you, but if you can please ask them later today if they're adopting, that would be great. Um, <laughs> Let them know I'm un- I'm very unproblematic. I'm handsome. I'll fit into your family very well. People will just be like, wow, this is your long lost son. You're so good looking, you know, and everything will work out because it has reached that level at this point. We're like, <laughs> he's out out yet. Um, <laughs> all right. So we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, um, we're going to talk about some of those, you know, the this idea or this monster or this concept or this cloud or this enigma that is failure and what that is what it looks like how it feels in everybody's lives um and yeah we will we'll we'll be back to to dissect that right quick um but don't go nowhere the sarant show ski lounge radio your life your music we back all I have to say is, if the rant show is live and you're not listening, Get my hand up in my gun
notre vie, c'est pas leurs affaires Si tu nous veux ensemble pour toujours Méfions-nous de l'œil des gens Pour éloigner les vautours C'est à nous d'être intelligents Hey, victime, t'es à mon amour Notre vie, c'est pas leurs affaires Et Nous dansons la vie au pays de Bob Marley Vivre une vie de star un peu comme Bob Marley Tu les diras dans si je suis pas Bob Marley Quand on s'assure de nous, on pourra bombarder Thank God more, I grew up with less Just to the right, raps to the left Arge in the middle, got seed to the death Batch full of dogs with the 16's vets If you send me the location Then I'll be right there To make her come check you my baby No time, no And my dog is on probation Another five years Me bring girls to his location Nigga, I was down by the middle to the top right now And I could pull a couple grand on my pocket right now Yeah, I'm so fly, yeah, I'm flying in the rocket right now And all the games you play never stop right now I pull up on the block, I see 
see everybody watching Cause it's diamonds on my chain And it's diamonds on my watch Money moves, off white shoes Came straight from Virgil Abloh I been down, I been low Had my mattress on the floor No me up, no can't build it up Can I ring ring my cellular? We have a big fat split pulling up In a big black pens pulling up Please tell everybody to start pulling up Enough champagne from the bar coming up Party hard, make I live my life uh, Nigga, I was down by the middle to the top right now when- You're listening to The Rants on Giddy Lounge Radio with my son, The Wordsmith Keep it locked, Mommy Ranter says so And we are back. Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. back. (laughs) Over the course of the break, you listen to Blessings by Gospel on Beat featuring Peruzzi, Praise, Coley, and Alternate Sound, who also happen to be Gospel on the Beat band. You listen to Bob Marley by Jaju, and you listen to Location by Dave featuring burner boy so i love that song, <laughs> that's song. That's song. okay <laughs> he just sound like that one of those drunk uncles in the pepper soup joints <laughs> i love that song play it play it again um, no but when he said that i was like yes that's my song <laughs> anyway sorry 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 welcome back guys. don't mind me i'm very bush. i'm very bush. don't worry no you're not um <laughs> I just have some nice Gary guys, so hope everybody's good. You know, um, we heard you. <laughs> mm-hmm, loud and clear. <laughs> it was, it was like you guys were on the... When we were on break, this one was busy slurping and drinking. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, you need to eat quietly. <laughs> Actually, I didn't realize... You guys don't realize how strong my microphone is because I was very far from the microphone... <laughs> but he was picking up the sound. I was like, oh shit. Well, never mind. Um a man gotta eat. Okay. Um and you know, as in line with this topic that we're having, why should a fine boy like me be drinking Gary? Why? You know? What's wrong with Gary? But I, Gary can you focus? Please. Can you can, can you maintain focus? I focus. Don't lose focus. Um I should be eating, you know, crab. Uh, What's other one that people like to eat sometimes? Shrimp. It's expensive. Scrimp. Uh-huh. Scrimp. Scrimp. Lobster. Mm. Some cabbage. All those things with multiple Gary, syllables. Well, Gary is like unlike anything else. It just hits Honestly, the right spot, You know? Yeah. With that, like, roasted nuts, yo. With the roasted you nuts. Out. You add the milk. Ah. Oh, oh, it takes you it's out. So I guess this is not a good time if to tell you. If you're not Nigerian, you don't know what Gary is. Please find a Nigerian to tell you what Gary is and show you the way because it will lead you to life. Whoa. So- Somebody just texted me everything is wrong with Gary. Wow. Um, Who texted you? Please call them out. We don't know them. Wow. Um, See, the only time that something is wrong with Gary is if you don't have a choice and Gary is all you have. If you have a choice, Gary be slamming. Um, I'm, 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 I'm actually shook. I, I'm, I'm, I'm stunned. I'm flabbergasted. They don't, they don't know their life. It's okay. They don't. I, they I don't. don't blame them. I don't blame them. They don't know the good things in life. 
They don't know the sweet things in life. They need to know the sweet things. They'll know what that Gary is sweet. Gary's wow. very sweet. Wow. This is very disappointing, guys. Um, you know, I thought I found my soulmate, but I guess I got to do a re- rewind. is done. Um, She's not uh, sweet. She's not sweet. This is... This is Wow. This is, this, is, this is how God be showing you light. Man, like, you just gotta, like, thank you, God. <laughs> thank you for the sign. Like, shit. This is hard. Nah, you just gotta show her the way. Show her the proper way to nah, have man. Gary. Nah, this is a lost cause. This is a lost cause, yeah. Um, But, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, As you were listening earlier in the show, we're talking about adulting and being older. Before we get into the next segment of this show, I wanted to find out from you guys, what is, what year of your life, of your, like, adult life so far, would you say was your favorite? Of my That's adult it. life? Mm-hmm. I'm not an adult, so. Oh! But I'm a baby girl for life now. Honestly, I'm not an adult. <laughs> Let's not say that. I'm not an adult yet. <laughs> What? Um, but if I had to answer the question, honestly, my favorite, I don't even know, to be honest. Like, I don't know. I don't think I've had a favorite. I mean, <laughs> I feel like I my favorite has yet to come. Like, mm-hmm. like the, the best part where I'm like, <laughs> wow, this is like popping. I have an experience. I have an experience. So everything else has just kind of been like, eh, it's okay. Like, it's all right, you know. <laughs> Just kick it, bit, you know. It's okay. It's only my third day out here. Like, I don't really know <laughs> what's going on. Because you hear the things that other adults, like adults that you look up to, that they're experiencing, and you're just like, that's what I want to experience. Because right. that seems to be the adulting <laughs> that I want to experience. What I'm doing right now, this ain't it. This is not it. But I want to have, I want to experience this, you know, blissful yeah you know so just doing good things that they're doing i want to do that for myself i want my adult to glow up exactly i haven't glowed up yet there's a reason i have not gone back to my college for reunion yet because i haven't glowed up yet when you can go back to your college with your chest and be like "Mm -hmm, i'm here then we can talk about my best my best yeah i just want you guys that are listening to this um and shout out podcast gang to listen to these women is this is the most disgusting shit ever um huh? because huh? <laughs> say, huh? 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 this is how women be moving right they be like i'm, I'm so young i'm a baby girl da, da, da. until you disrespect them or or a man wants to roll up in there and be like he's the boss they be like no 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 i'm grown i got my own i don't need you okay I don't, da, 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 da. i'm a baby you, Here is the thing. You will not hold. Look at your. They will not tie. They will not me. up their chest. Like, oh, do you know who I am? I've been out here all my twenty-one years of my life. I'm grown. <laughs> like, who is you? <laughs> eh? Because what now you're asking them. They're like, oh, you know, I've not really lived like that. <laughs> you know, come on, get off. Come off it. So I mean, what is your favorite year? Since you're the ancient man, the sage, Whoa, the wise one. Father Nebuchadnezzar. Because obviously wow. your airline, you know, it's beginning to make moves. Jesus so what is your favorite adult? Please, the rant show. Let it be noted that at six twenty PM, this must be tweeted out 
too from the official account. Laolu came for my hairline, which is receding by the way. I'm more You're than likely moves. going to be bald facts. before I'm 30. But like the real reason is we're not gonna know you if like you're going bald because you wearing a wig, but the reality is you could probably be going bald too. But that's a discussion for another day. Um, I just want to do not put do not choke your mouth. You know, at least Wobia, I know you have good hair. The other one over there now, nah, I'm not really sure. But Listen, listen, less listen, 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 Igbo listen, women listen, have listen. good hair. They're hairy everywhere. Now, what the, you got against Yoruba girls? The, what I have against Yoruba girls? Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're going off, off the evidence of what just happened right now, one one did not come for me. You came for me. You came for your king. Your I king's didn't come men. for you. Eh? I didn't come for you. I didn't come. For First you. of all, you, I was stating facts. Low key, low key, lowest of keys you came. Eh? Thank you. I just said his hairline was making was because he was calling us youngins. It's receding. I didn't say receding. <laughs> I said it was making moves. So if it was to the front or to so the is back, it make I didn't you forward say. Prop? Is it making you forward progress? I don't know. I don't know. Is it making me what? <laughs> what do you think? Hairline making forward movement. So what is your favorite? At see, at a certain at a certain age, once your hair your hairline doesn't go forward, it goes back. Back and down. You understand? (laughs) And and that's okay. That's okay. It's just that I feel like people are over here taking shots at me. But if I take my own shots now, they'll say that I'm mean or I'm throwing shade. Twice now, today I've had the opportunity to take shots at Laulu and I did not take shots. But it's okay. I feel like I'm, you know, what this is a sign of my maturity. Huh? Nah, nah, nah. Let's hear it. We'll, we'll be the shots. Nah, we'll bro. Nah, nah, my G. Nope. Tommy, answer the question. Eh? What nope. I know, right? Nope. No, nope. not that question, though, because we have moved past shots. What's your adult <laughs> year? Your favorite one? Um, 25, maybe? I was like, very single. He's Thirty years old, guys. Just I'm not thirty yeah. years old. I I'm not thirty. I'm I'm significantly away from thirty. And th- what's wrong with thirty? Thirty is <laughs> not like days. there's nothing wrong with thirty. There's yeah, wrong with but um, to answer the question, uh, I say twenty five because I um. Hmm. I was very single, and I was doing a lot of physical activity all through that year. You are in a shower. And traveling. Mm-hmm. What is your problem? Eh? What is your problem? Why are you so aggressive? I was doing, I was doing a lot of traveling that year, and um, yeah, and and you know. I was visiting my. A lot of I was visiting my my. What exactly was happening? I was visiting my wolves in different area codes. He oh, was being wow. a shower. Wow. Was a different area code. Was it? I shower one on one on one. It's all right. Why not me? So Sami said something on Twitter about when he found out that he was an adult. Sami, do you want to read it or do you want me to read it? What are you reading? Take care. I mean, you just tweeted it, so. I'm, I I'm didn't tweet shit. The I was hacked. <clears throat> also, I realized that I was an adult when I realized that having sex raw could make me a father. Yep, I was not a baby anymore. So was you know, there's there's this thing called like mind sex, right? Mm. Where you can like, 
it's a sapiosexual stuff when you like connect mm-hmm. mind to mind and you can just impregnate their mind. That's basically very interesting. That's, that's basically what it was. That's basically what it was. But you know, it's okay. <laughs> You're learning these things. Um, you see the way you hear about men just lie. And yeah. How is that a lie? That's the truth. Sweetie lie. Don't trust them. Don't trust Ade, if you don't carry your life to another corner and be shouting, your hairline is making moves. Um, I, I, okay. Don't join Laolu. Laolu is trying to be a minor league babe here today. And you need to be a major league babe. So minor league babe. Don't... I was never even in the please. I own the league. Please. Respect. Oh but you're not grown, huh? You're still not grown. Why you own the league? Oh she abro rich rich. Wait, sit down there. <laughs> um <laughs> but <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys this question, right? I don't typically feel regret. But I internalize failure a lot more. Um, and it got me thinking while we're thinking about this topic is like, what does like your approach to what, like, how did you form your approach to failure today? Like, did you just like fail a bunch of times and then you're like, oh, you know, or did someone kind of give you like the guidelines to how to navigate adulthood and failure? Hmm. That one is a very deep question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, hmm. so fail. Okay, failure. Why you sound so pressed? He's like, <laughs> I'm. I'm perplexed. I'm perplexed. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. <laughs> no, but okay. So I didn't really know what failure was until, until maybe. Uh, I don't even. I don't even know for the thing about failure is you have to step out of your comfort zone to really know what failure is I feel like and a lot of times when you play it safe you don't really you don't really necessarily know what failure is um you know high school middle school I don't think I ever really failed at anything um one because I was a great student uh you know I I, I book smarts is not a problem for me. So like academics, I never failed. And also I didn't really step out of my comfort zone a lot. So I didn't have a lot of experiences in which I could say, oh, I tried this and I failed. You know what I mean? I didn't try out for, you know, the basketball team. I didn't, a lot of things. So it's like transition to college, you know, I still didn't fail any classes. You know, so failure wasn't, I didn't have academic failure. I I did step out of my comfort zone and like I was the president of an organization for two years. I, I did different things and I still didn't really experience what failure was. For me, I didn't really understand the concept of like failure until I felt it from my parents in the sense of like, Oh, so you don't want to go to physical therapy school. You have completely destroyed your life. You know what I mean? Like like that sense of like, oh my God, the world is ending because you are not a doctor, you're not a lawyer. You 
you know, you have failed. What are you doing? What are you doing with your life? You know, so I didn't really know what failure. Like, that's when I really was like, wow, am I a failure? Like, is, am I like not going to amount to anything in this life? Um, and then with my business, um, you know, there's like failures and wins on a daily basis. I tell you, like for those of you who are entrepreneurs, like small, large, medium, whatever, it's like, you know what I'm talking about? Cause it's like every day is like a new day. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, tomorrow happened, but what's happening today. And so some days I fail and I fail miserably. I fail so bad that I literally just want to cry and I do cry and I, and I get into modes of like, like minor, it feels like depression, but I'm not a depressed person, but it feels like it. Where some days I'm like, I feel great. And like, I don't feel like a failure. So I think like now with like my business, like I'm really like, like failure is like becoming a lot more real because like I'm trying new things. And so when you try new things, you know, you're mo you're going to fail at something, you know, you're going to fail at something. And so that's where I'm at in my life with my adulting. Lalo, how about you? Um, so failure and I, we 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 have a very good um relationship. I would say, for me, my very first time um experiencing failure. Actually, when I was in high school, I remember this very well. Um, one of my mentors at the time, because we were assigned mentors, she asked me what I was most scared of, and I said failure. I said I was most scared of failure, and she said, well, that's going to have to change if you want to be anything or anyone in life. And I was looking at her like, that's from a wallet. What's she talking about? Like, what, what you mean if I want to be anyone in life, I, I'm going to have to embrace failure. And like I said, like I said earlier, when I decided to go away for school and actually, you know, stick to, you know, being myself and just embracing or trying to figure out who I was um, by going away for college and doing all those things and really trying to carve my own path for the career that I wanted, for the life that I wanted, I realized that a lot of the things that I thought I wanted were just kind of they're kind of arbitrary because I really didn't know who I was. I had lived my life for so long being the person that my parents wanted me to be that I never really had the opportunity to develop who I am for myself. It was just like, I was Lalu on a banjo, according to Mr. and Mrs. on a banjo. It was never Lalu on a banjo. I never, I didn't know who I was. And I was in this new space, in this new environment with new people without any idea of who I am. And at that point I felt like a failure. I, I was like, wow, I, you know, I stood up for myself and I fought to come here and I said I was going to go to grad school right after and I said I was going to, you know, stick to econ major. I was a pre-law student. That was how I got into the school was a, as a pre-law student um, on a double track. So I was doing corporate pre-law and I was just, I was passing the classes, but I knew I didn't want to do it anymore. And at that point I was like, wow, I, I failed. Uh, this is, this is it. I came here and I fought for this and I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to graduate and go to law school right after. I'm not going to stick to this corporate law track. I'm not, I just felt like everyone's expectations of me, everyone's expectation of me had crumbled and I just like dissed everyone. And that to me, at that time I had failed 
the Lalu that everyone thought I was. And I had to like pick up the pieces of who I think I, who I thought I could be, you know, the little parts of me that I was like, okay, this one I recognize this person, this person that believes in women I recognize that one let me pick that up this person that wants to you know that likes fashion I pick that up this person that wants to you know help young kids I pick that up and I just kind of just honestly I just picked up pieces and parts of myself that had fallen apart from this perception of who I was supposed to be and I pieced all that together and gradually I just embraced that in order for me to be anyone that I want to be in order for me to do anything that I want to be to do, to do anything that I want to do or to do, even do anything worthwhile or worth talking about or worth impacting someone else's life. I'm going to have to step out of my comfort zone and in order for me to step out of my comfort zone. I'm going to have to embrace the fact that yes, I will fail, but it's easier for me to fail now than to hold off on it for like 10 years and be failing when I'm like 50 on something that I could have failed on when I was 22 or 21. And I remember calling up my mentor at that time and I was crying. I was weeping. Yo, your girl was, I was just like, I was done. It was like 2 a.m. And I was on my college campus. I remember it was raining and I was just outside and I was just like, I don't understand. Like I had this all figured out. I had a plan, you know, and now the plan has gone to nothing. And she just basically told me, this is it. You have failed. This is your very first big failure. Now that you know what it feels like, you have to embrace the fact that this is how it's always going to feel like when you want to do something worthwhile. When, whenever you feel, whenever something is, whenever you want something so bad, the way she said it was, whenever you want something so badly, you have to embrace the fact that failure will come with it. And at some point, failure begins to become a lesson. You fail to learn. You fail so many times, but as long as you're learning from it, it's not really a failure at that point. It's just another part of life's experience. But you have to be able to learn something from it. The point where it becomes a failure, now that I know, is when it happens, when you go through an experience and you've learned nothing from it. Like, if a guy comes into your life and just wastes your time and you learn nothing from it, that's a big failure right there. But if you learn something from it, it's just an experience and you just move on from it. Wow. That was deep. And um, where was that six, seven years ago when I needed it? Um, but, no, you, you you said a lot that actually, like, really resonates with me because um, I see failure differently, but also similarly to how you described it. I... I see it as, like... Obviously, they're not an experience, right? But, like, there's some of them that just suck. Like, you wish that you you could learn that another way. Like, and I'm going to, the question I'm going to ask is, like, what is one of the biggest lessons you've learned as an adult that has cost you? Like, one of the most, one of the costliest lessons that you learned that you just wish somebody had told you and you didn't have to go through it yourself. But for me, it was like, it was that, the answer to that question was betrayal. Mm. I used to have a best friend that I even used to host a show with who, you know, fell out and um, proceeded to fell out. And even the fallout that we fell out, I don't even know how it happened or why it happened. But this person proceeded to, like, go to everybody that I had told her something about in private. 
and basically like was like on some like rats on me out mission basically um like i'm talking like old girls i used to date that i didn't like you know maybe i told her i didn't want to date this one for whatever reason she was like oh that nigga don't like you da, 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 da. and i'm just like wow um this is crazy so that happened and i i just realized that um i i realized that people are just going to hurt you in ways that you can't understand and it's important that you um prepare for that and just like suck it up kind of um but like and that happens the first time and it happens again and you're just like okay i i need to know that this thing is going to come and just like deal with it like i feel like when you're younger you heal faster like you're in school and you know in primary school or secondary school somebody hurts your feelings like a week later you've already moved on but like now like those things linger those things like form the fabric of who you eventually become and um yeah it's just it's just like a it's a painful it's a painful way to learn something um in life so you think that you we heal quicker when we're younger hell yeah like getting your heart broken getting dumped shit like that you just like chuck it up to the game and you move on right but then, I like, mean, I see that. But at the same time, I also feel like it depends. I don't know, because I know some people who, you know, when they were younger, they didn't heal. Like, I don't. I think things. I well, let me speak for my. Well, it depends on the thing, though. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Ahead. It depends yeah, on the that thing. Part. It, it really depends, depends on the on thing. Understand. Like, because I know when people were in high school, middle school, like some things cut real deep, and like it creates a scar that takes them into their adulthood. Even mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so by the time you're an adult, it's like, you've already put up these walls. And so you, or you learn how to cope. So you heal faster if it happens again. You know what I mean? Um, I think that's the kind of person I am now where like certain things have happened to me in the, when I was high school, even early college, that it's like, now if it happens, <laughs> I don't lose sleep. You know what I mean? Like my feelings are not hurt, you know? So I just thought it was interesting that she said that. I guess it depends on like what happens, of course. I mean, I'm thinking like think of like right now, right? Let's say you're friends with someone, and then they say they don't want to be friends with you anymore. And I don't mean like some acquaintance. I mean like actual friends. The person's like, hey, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. All of a sudden, you're like, what does that mean? Like, is that a reflection of me or on me? Like, something is wrong. But like, think about that same interaction in secondary school. Like, early secondary school, for example. Like, somebody's like, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. You're like, all right, well, go fuck yourself. I'll go be friends with this other person. But, like... No, that was not me. Uh, you, <laughs> like, you were cold in high you school. Were cold. You were cold. Because oh, my thing is, like, in middle school, high school, like, that's a t- usually a time when, like, people, like, really want friends. Like, you're trying to... I always like, had friends. Like, maybe that's why. Oh, I just... Sorry. You were Mr. Oh, Popular. sorry, oh, Mr. Popular. Mr. Popular. <laughs> Some of us... We're not just, you know, people were gravitating towards left, left and right, you know. Like, I know if someone told me in, like, middle school they didn't want... If my best friend in middle school had told me I don't want to be your friend, 
I would have been hurt. I would have been hurt AF. But now, at my age, if someone said, I don't want to be your friend, we'll be out. I will even delete your number first. You know what I mean? Like, I won't even ask questions. I'll be like, okay, no problem. Bye. Because for you to even open your mouth and say something like that with no explanation means you've already made up your mind. So why am I asking you? Like, so for me, I, I'm like, I'm low-key like a savage in my, in my like adult ages. Like, I don't care about a lot of stuff. And so I just, I think like, we're like on the opposite ends of that. I, I just feel like, um, yeah, go ahead. But like, do you guys think, okay, so I'm, I'm just going to say, I think we're all savages, um, all three of us. But do you guys think it's more so because there's more at stake for us now that we're adulting, adult-ish individuals? Yes! As a, the, oh. oh my God. Sorry, I was so excited. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> say that again. I said, like, do you think it's we're more savage? We're more of like savages now because there's more at stake for us to lose or to gain now in our relationships. Or there's just more to protect. Life. There's more to protect. Yeah. My, like so I gotta worry about my physical yeah. health. I gotta worry about my sanity of mind. I gotta worry about my bank account. I got to worry about my name, my image that I've built, my brand. Like, no, fuck you. If you're going to stress me out, goodbye. Like, don't honestly, add honestly. any stress to my life. You know, on the 15th and on the 31st, there are these, like, five lines at the bottom of my paycheck. They stress me out every week, every two weeks. If you add to those numbers, I will fucking cuss you out. That's all I'm going to say to anybody out there. So... Anytime I move in these streets and people are like, oh, Sammy's so cold. Oh, he never really cared. Well, goddamn. You can, if you're, that means whatever you are doing is in those bottom five lines. If whatever you are doing was in the top line that enters my bank account, then I will allow you to get close to me. But otherwise, don't stress me out. Thank you. Period. Point blank, period. 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 That's, oh, that's it. <laughs> nah, but but I think to what I, to the point Alu was making, um, jokes aside, that actually is very real. I think, um, yeah, very quickly you start to realize like these things, like you barely have any energy to get anything else done, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just need to like, I need to make split decisions on certain things. I was talking to. Um, I was talking to Wobia today. Like, earlier today, we were talking about a particular, like, experience that I had been through where I was, like, kind of stressing out. Like, I was telling her about, like, part of the reason why I went through that thing was because I didn't make a, a decision early enough. Like, a decision I should have made early, I took, I should have made it in six months, I took a year to make or whatever. And it cost me. Like, it cost me, like, sanity. It cost me a friendship. And... I'm just in a better place right now in deciphering things and just being like, snap out of it quickly. And over the weekend, I had like an interaction with someone where they were like, oh, you know, you don't care. And me, I'm just like, huh, what? Mm, (laughs) Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I have feelings. Like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Like, if, if someone, I really do, though, I'm like, I'm low key an emotional person. Like, I'm not emotional. But, like, 
I I have <laughs> I'm not emotional, but like I can surprise people with like the kind of emotion that I show in certain circumstances. Like if someone comes to me with concern, I'm not gonna brush off like, oh, whatever you're saying is useless, nonsense. Like I'll listen to them, and if you have a valid point, cool, we can work it out. But I don't like when people come with like baseless, useless. They just want to say things but have nothing to back it up, or they just want to disrupt the energy just because they think they can. You know what I mean? Like. No, like you're not gonna come and do that and think that you're going to just interrupt my life with your nonsense. Like I had, to, like, I had mm. to, like, I had to low key distance myself from someone because I'm like, listen, you keep coming back with the same excuses, the same response, like, and yet you expect me to like be understanding, but you show no difference in your actions. So guess what, me. I can only control myself, so I'm no longer talking to you, <laughs> and that's and that's what it is. Like we don't talk anymore, and I'm perfectly okay with that. You know. See, that's a really good point that Wobia just made. When you are growing older, you realize that you can only, actually, only control yourself. You can't control anybody else's actions, but you can control the consequence of how it affects you. And that's just it, because like she was saying, if you, the same person keeps on affecting your life in a certain way and they're affecting how your life is turning out, you can't necessarily control how they're acting. You can tell them that, oh, I don't like the way you're acting. And if, they're, if they can't change, they're not changing the way that they're affecting your life. It's time to just cut them. If y'all have seen us, you got to be walking around with scissors all the time, cutting people off. Just cut them off, cut them off, cut them off. Like, there are just certain things that are not worth being in your life. There are certain conversations that are not worth having. There are certain arguments that are just not worth it. And I think that's just the thing. As like, you get older, you're just like, you know, I want to preserve my glow. I want to preserve the my health. I want to go to the hospital way less. And also, if you have a therapist or something, go to your therapist because they will really hash things out for you too. Because sometimes we are the ones right. that are tripping. Sometimes we be the ones that are actually tripping, honestly. And you don't really see that until someone else, you know, puts it into perspective for you. So get your mental health in order and just have someone that you can talk to, a third per person who has no stake in your life whatsoever because they'll really tell you to see like it is. And if you're the one that's tripping, because we're all ignorant to a certain degree, to a certain extent mm -hmm. in life, um, and being having someone there or having a way for you to flush out your ignorance really, really does help. Because we can point fingers all day long, but sometimes the, the four fingers point right back to you. So sometimes we really be the ones that are tripping. And that's just something that you also have to realize as an adult is holding yourself accountable. The same way you hold someone else accountable for their for their effect in your life is the same way you should hold yourself accountable for consequences in your life as well because it's your actions too. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um. Very well said. We're going to take a quick break and then when we come back, I love that you just segued into a good point. Um, as we navigate this minefield that is adulthood, um, what does self care look like for you? Um, also the very simple, you know, approach. I was about to say something really inappropriate. Me too. <laughs> me too. What is wrong with y'all? <laughs> me too, but I was like, let me shut up. I was like, what I'm like, is stop. wrong with you women? Maybe I'll say it when we come back from break. Sorry. I, I, you have to say it with your chest. I mean, you have to say it with your chest. If you have chest. <clears throat> I have chest. But, oh, um, 
Are you but... throwing shit? You said if you have chest. What? And like he said, Lalo, I don't have chest. And I, I oh, have chest. so you want to comment on chest? But if we start talking about pennies, and you'll get up. Whoa, 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 well, whoa, somebody, whoa! Somebody that has got real, more chest than I do. Real so. fair. I do have more chest than Lalo. My, have you seen my A cups? I don't play. Um, Sorry, but <laughs> wow, you're just a whole nother level of disrespectful today. Um, but it's okay. I ain't got no chest. When when you when we come back, um, we'll just walk down memory lane. I want to. I have a question that I want you guys to think through over the break. Um, a lot of times when we think about growing up, we always think. You always get questions like, "What is something you would tell your?" younger self to you know if you could go back and change something but i'm actually taking it the other way if thinking of where you are in life right now and the decisions you've made as as a young person as an adult what is one thing you absolutely would not go back and change um because that's put you on a better path going forward and also what are the things that you see in your life right now that are very very like that like discernible symptoms of adulthood for me one of them is anxiety um or self-doubt or second guessing myself and when i was talking earlier about like we snapped out of things faster when we were were kids i was speaking more along the lines of remember how it was very easy for you to walk up to someone and ask them to be your friend or Mm -hmm. You know, you did things without shame, or you're, you're at parties and your your family members will ask you to dance and you bust a move, and now they'd be like, "Dance!" and you're like, "Who are you mad? Why are you asking me to dance?" Like, leave me. Like, <laughs> you know. But um, what are those things that make it very clear to you that you are very different from your youth? And also, what are those things um that you know help you make this journey of life? Um, a little bit more manageable. Is it your partners? Do you have certain things that you do to take care of yourself? All of that good stuff. Um, but yeah, when we come back from this break, we'll go into it. Don't go nowhere. It's the Rent Show. It's Gay Lounge Radio. Your life, your music. We'll be right back. Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse through the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I'm gonna take my horse through the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I got the horses in the back, horse stock is attached. Head is mad at black, got the boosters black to match. Riding on a horse, ha, you can whip your Porsche. I've been in the valley, you ain't been up off that porch now. Nah, can't nobody tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. Can't nobody tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. Riding on a tractor, lean all in my blood. Cheated on my baby, you can go and ask her. My life is a movie, but riding in boobies. Cowboy hat from Gucci. Ranger on my booty Can't nobody tell me nothing You can't tell me nothing Can't nobody tell me nothing 
like a rock star Spend a lot of money on my brand new guitar Baby's got a habit, diamond rings and Fendi sports bras Riding down Rodeo in my Maserati sports car Got no stress, I've been through all that I'm like a Marlboro man, so I kick on back Wish I could roll on back to that old town road I wanna ride till I can't go
No matter where you go, remember the road that will lead you home. That will lead you Hello, egg bombing. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, hi. This is Sami or the wordsmith, whatever. Really, I hope you're enjoying this episode. There's a lot more to come. If you're a first time listener, welcome. And if you're an avid listener, we appreciate you. Please make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, and make sure to share with others. And we thank you for all your support. Keep listening, and I hope you keep enjoying. And we are back. One day. We're back. What? Why are you whispering? Going to. Honestly, what? what is this? You know what? You Both of you just haters. Like... But what was that? What were you doing? <laughs> Who are you trying to seduce? I'm confused. First of all, first of all, let me let me clarify something, Laulu. My voice is a lot more sexy to the women that I'm trying to seduce, quote unquote, seduce in the way you've used it. When I'm talking normally, not when I'm whispering. So I'm, what were I'm you only sexy. To my vo- I'm only sexy in two two, you know, two areas. 
when I'm talking or when I'm not talking? Because my mouth is occupied. Honestly, we need details. I, I don't. I don't speak that language. What language are you? Speaking? What do you mean? I'm a virgin. Please, 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 please. <laughs> please, please, please. Um, over the course of the break, you um, listen to Old Town Road um, by Lil Nas X, featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. You listen to Tell Me by Rich Thirty Two. Featuring Kojo Funds, and you listen to Skeleton Move by Master KG um, and Zanda Zakurut. So, welcome back, guys. Um, one of the biggest signs of my growing up and being an adult is how long it takes my body to heal when I get hurt. Um... To some people, that might seem like this is like a basic thing, but like when I was younger, playing soccer in college, I would get hurt, and like within a day and a half, two days, I'd be fine. But like right now, I can sprain a strand of my beard, and it would take a week to heal. I'll just be looking like, why? Why is it? Why I took my vitamins? <laughs> like you're an old man. That's why you're very mm-hmm. old. First of all, you people in your, your ages. Body, your body is show. making movements. You, oh, th- now it's my body that's making movements. So I'll not my hairline. Because I will never forget that line. All puns intended. <laughs> Continue. It's okay. It's all right. Continue. What, yeah, what was the thing that you said? It happens, it happens to the worst of us. Don't what, worry. what was that thing? What was the, the thing that you said <laughs> on the break? <laughs> Well, yeah. the worst of us. You think I'm going to forget? <laughs> you think I'm going to forget? Wow. What is what is, what is the thing you said before we went on the break? What thing? The question was, what do you do for self care? Oh. <laughs> oh. Why are you giggling? <laughs> I don't understand. I do a lot okay. of things for self care. Okay. Oh. So, mm. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Well, listen, you know. I, I, you know, I exercise. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. hit the gym. I like to dance too. Sometimes I, I dance for exercise. Mm. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I, dance for you. <laughs> for self care, I also like to drink wine. I, I love red wine. Um, I will finish a bottle or two by myself. I feel like you're um, you're saying a bunch of things, but you're not getting to the real thing. Honestly, I'm I like, told me what I like to do for self care. I'm listing everything. Okay. I also like to talk to my friends. You know the people who are like, su- okay. So strangely enough, for self care, I actually don't talk to any of my female friends. If I'm being very honest. Wow. Um, if like if I if I'm like if I am in a state where I'm like <sighs> I'm stressed out and I, I just need to vent, I actually call my male friends, <laughs> and I feel like I'm like am I the only one that does that? Because like my male friends are like like they'll literally just like listen. Like I will be I can vent for like thirty minutes straight and like no breath, and they'll just be like mm, okay, and then they'll listen, and then they'll actually come back with like. They actually listen to the whole thirty minutes of venting. 
And I'll be like, wow, like you're the real MVP. You know what I mean? And they're not they're not trying to like tell me about like their life. You know, they're not trying to tell me about like, oh, guess what happened today will be a they're just there for me, you know. And sometimes I just need that. Cause with my girlfriends, you know, sometimes you get into like, oh girl, let me tell you what happened. I don't want to hear about your life. Eh? It's about me right now. I invent you. Let me vent. Because, like, that's all. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> like, Tomorrow we talk about your life. Today is my life. Um, but I also have a vibrator that is oh. great for self-care. You know, it's it's purple and it, it has a suction and mm-hmm. it suction very well. <laughs> <laughs> it has a suction. This shit got you real real fast. This is the way she just slipped it in there. She just she just <laughs> But Wobia, you gotta tell the people, you know, the brand. Do you have an so, affiliate ladies, code? ladies, okay, you know, it, the Rand Show will have a very special edition sex episode in the future. But let me tell you now, near future, this, mm-hmm. this vibrator is mm. magical, mm. like, like squirting level magical. Coolia, kabaye, honest, mayoka. ho. So it, it it's my friend and you know Is it confident? Um, I call it a she I call it a she because no man can ever do anything like that. So, you know, it's only appropriate that I No call man it. can ever do anything like that. Yeah. Man, what these men, man, why you guys why you guys are fucking up? Damn. <laughs> but it's a fact though. On mm, average, if you were to get head from a woman It'd be ten times better than half. Actually, I I can't relate. Even the second I can't relate. I can't relate for two for two reasons. Homosexual women orgasm way more than than straight women because when they have sex with other women, they know what they're doing. They know what. I mean, of course, because they have they have the same thing. Like exactly. If I'm wearing the same. But to the, if that's the case, you can't judge men. The, you can't. Is judging men is unfair because, it's like, unfair. matter unfair. of fact, you know the issue. The real issue behind this thing is that men and women have zero humility when it comes to self exploration. Because if we men were being honest as well as much as you women are being honest, all of us just dialed the line because nobody knows what they're doing. Across the board, so let's not just sit down here. I just admit the truth because we too are suffering. We are just, we are just here laughing, and you know, ah. So she, she offered it to you. Just collect because, mm, and the girl to be saying, ah, no guy has ever told me. Yes, because they are all bastards and they are lying. But that's a topic for another day. Let mm. me not say anything. Me shall I'm a virgin, and the people that I have, I've sat down with. In those yeah, kinds of uh, environments. If, if you ladies want the the link for the vibrator, though, just tag the ranch show, tag Miss Wobia. I got you. Or slide into my DMs if you don't want. You Please know. don't slide anywhere. <laughs> don't slide anywhere because the way Wobia is saying right now is very slippery, and you just <laughs> he just continues sliding. It's slippery. Anyway, <laughs> it's because he's sliding. You guys are ridiculous. <laughs> I just want. <laughs> well, Wobia, thank you for that. Um, that jolt of honesty. 
Um, let's listen to Laulu's. I know it involves bottles of wine, but mm. wine My is wife? great. What's the question? I'm, I'm confused because I'm trying. To, I'm trying to find what Wobia was talking about. So oh What's oh Wobia um Wobia I mean since you have all this experience on how to do it on women, do you want to do it on on Laulu? Huh. First of all, I never claim to have any experience with women, okay? I am not gay, you know what I mean? And I am, I've never had a woman experience. I've never... So I don't have any experience to give anybody, please. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Um, Lalu. Okay. What's the question? <laughs> <laughs> Whew, okay what a self-care what does self-care look like for you as oh, as please. you're growing into out of the baby girl that you claim that you are <laughs> anyways Lalu, what, what do you do for self-care oh right sorry <laughs> my, my brain my head was turning on you <laughs> What do I do for self-care? I, um, I, wow. I completely even forgot everything. <laughs> we'll be a really head my head turning there. Um, I am very, um, big into acts of service. And that's one of the ways that I care for myself is being of service to other people. Um, that's one. Two, I journal. From time to time, I'm not I'm not a regular journal kind of person, but it, I only journal when I when I feel anxious or really stressed or I just need some clarity. Um, I work out as much as I can. I work out um, more so because I like how I feel when I work out, and I also like how I look when I work out. So both work hand in hand to help my mental health. Um, I also. I thought I have a therapist. Um, I have a therapist because it, 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 life really adults and really smacks you in the face like that sometimes. And you just, you need an extra, like I was saying, you need an extra person who has no stakes in your life, who whatever you do with your life, it doesn't really matter to them because they just don't care. They don't care that much about your consequences. Um, and I have a therapist and that's great. And um, I... Something else that I also do is I I drink wine. Not a lot, but I do drink enough to be good in life. You know, I take a glass every day, which is really good for your for your heart, by the way. As it is red wine. Um, red wine. And I also what else do I do? You know, I, I I'm not I'm not I'm not wobia. I don't mm? I don't um I'm not going to say that I don't indulge in, in exploring my my sexual life. You know, that's not it. But, you know, I'm not as well-versed as Wobia. So, but I do I'm not well-versed, though. Wobia, keep quiet. Let her finish. should explore all parts of yourself. Because, really, if you don't know, a guy is really not going to know. Or another person is really not going to know, regardless of your sexuality. But yeah, that's what I do. I explore myself. I enjoy myself. Oh, and I travel quite a lot. Um, quite a so bit. So, if by that quite logic, I travel. And yeah, that's pretty much me. I travel. I, I have a out, question. I, write, I eat a lot. I eat. Yeah, that's another thing. My self care also involves 
tasting food from different people, specifically cheap food. I have a thing for cheap street food. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, and just explore your own. If you're feeling a little fuzzy, all I can just say is explore the parts of yourself that will make you feel fluid. Uh-huh. That's all. That's this loud this has been hanging out with me. I like you. I like you very much. See, that last sentence you just said, I know what you said there, but some people did not catch it, but I catch it. I just... (laughs) You caught it? I catch it. Oh, oh. Oh, you're you're there. Your brain is there. But uh, something that is curious to me is some people, Wobia said, women slash women do it better. Does that mean that Everybody should just have sex with the same sex to get the best Absolutely experience. No. no. <laughs> Did everyone what? What, you, what was the question? No. That is not what I said. Okay. <laughs> because I mean if the men if the women know their body the best and the men know their body the best, they just pair them up group group. I just What? <laughs> nah. But and no one's saying else. that women have to go and have sex with women. Or men. All we're saying is you just have to pay attention. And a lot of times, men don't pay attention because man, they're too busy man. thinking about their dick. Eh? And when you're thinking about your these dick... These men got to pay time, attention, man. That's all I Like the lady said, like the sex lady said, a lot of men are simply jacking off in you. That is what they're doing. Meaning... Ladies, you got to find just, a man that is as obsessed about your pleasure as he is about his even more obsessed he's even more nah obsessed. please i beg i beg i beg, I beg. equal opportunity <laughs> i think this is the thing you... right about that because guys when we have to think about it guys are able to orgasm a lot faster because no they they're not exactly how to get there. no they know exactly how to get there they know exactly what they need to do to get it done period but That's when it comes to women I beg, please. That's please. an assumption. Girls, al- girls always think that that guys penetrating or ejaculating is the same as an orgasm. It's not. And uh, it's but not. But you know what to do if you want to get to an orgasm, don't you? Yeah, because I'm doing it for myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Well, I don't I ever see, Look, there are guys that are in the middle of... There are guys that in the middle of it can turn off their mind to think of something entirely different just to get off in that particular moment. And the girl will still be thinking that, oh, I have the baddest. Da, da, da. Come on, get come off it. You don't got to sit down. It's actual fact that men can come much easier than women. Easier than women. It t- it's it's shorter. It's, it's, it's shorter to do. It's, uh, sorry, not shorter. Here's not the word. It's faster for a man to ejaculate. To orgasm is a very different thing. Because at the end of it, a girl will ask you, a woman will ask you, did you come? And the answer is yes. But like, did you have an orgasm? Or do you have an orgasmic experience? That's a completely different answer. And 90% of the time, guys will lie and say yes because they don't want to hurt their feelings and they don't want to hinder future opportunities to collect it. So they say, yeah, 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 I did. (laughs) But it's a lie. It's a freaking lie. But anyways, that's another thing. Women lie about this. Way more than I mean, everybody lying. We all lying. But me, I'm not lying because I've never experienced it before. So, you know. I'm just saying, from statistics, 
I'm speaking straight science. Oh, so now you're a mathematician. Let us be very clear and honest. I'm speaking straight science. I'm quoting stats. According to statistics, it's a lot easier for men to get it to finish more than women. And that's just because, honestly, when it comes down to it, a lot of women don't know how to actually even get there, period. Facts. Facts. A lot of women don't. And then you copy, you combine that with the fact that a lot of men don't. So it's just two people who really don't know. No, no, no. So, so to the point, to the question you said, you said it's faster, to, it's faster to get men to finish. But are we equating yeah. finishing to satisfaction or what? We're equating finishing to having an orgasm and coming. Not the same thing. I, but. I, I, they're and I think, and I think, I actually believe that more women see. Look. I believe that in a very early age, or very early stage, that is acceptable for men and women. They need to start being honest with their partners, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. men need to do the same thing. Like sis, absolutely. Don't don't give me head with your stank breath, or that thing that you think you're <laughs> wow. doing, where you're like making those sounds. It's annoying and it's distracting me, or you know. If you think that, you know, that's an arch, that's not an arch. That is like a triangle. And, like, your back looks like a trapezium. Like, please arch your back. Or, like, whatever. Like, have these conversations. Or, I can't even hold your leg because it's too fucking hairy. Like, let's be honest. Or, sis, you want to be like, look, bro, that them balls, they smell like socks. Like, can you fix that? Like, everybody needs to be honest. And once we start doing that, egos will be bruised a little bit. But eventually, we'll get to a place where we'll all be happy. All puns intended. Is the best policy. But you know, so. like, sex partners who communicate are some of the best partners. Like, mm-hmm. like they're heaven sent. Like, those are the sexual partners you need. Like, my last sexual partner is was just that. Like, the whole way from beginning to end, just communication. Like, oh, 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 do like, that voice, do the do voice. You better do the voice. You almost did it. Oh. You almost did it. Ah, <laughs> oh, you, you, you. <laughs> You, you, oh my God, you're depriving us because you almost gave it to us there. It was there. <laughs> oh my Jesus. Oh, wow, wow, wow. It's okay. It's a command, don't worry. I'm it's a command. <laughs> but um, please, oh, if you want to be my partner to help me communicate, like Wobia said, don't, don't slide in my DMs. Just, you can walk inside. I'll help you slide out. But um, wow. <laughs> Wow. My guy said, I'll help you slide out. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is my cue to, <laughs> to be going to where I need to go. Wow. Um, but it's, <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, this month is Mental Health Awareness Month, which is why I want to talk about self-care at the very end. Uh, for those people that ask what self-care looks like for me... Um, I listen to music. I listen to a lot of music. Um, and yeah, I just immerse myself in it. Um, I watch uh, Planet Earth documentaries um, or documentaries about the planet, about history and stuff. Um, I don't actually get like self, anything physical, phys- like. Physical activity is not like, re- like rewarding for me or relaxing for me. 
except playing soccer, I should say, when I haven't done that in almost two years. Um, but yeah, sex or anything sexually related does not does not get me going. Cooking, um, does it very... make you stressed out? What does it do? Cooking doesn't mean... I mean, it just doesn't do anything. It just... What it really does is just somebody in my bed that I don't want to be there at the end of it. So, there you go. Um, But cooking is definitely very relaxing for me. Doing dishes with my hands um, is very, very soothing. And cleaning. Oh, my God. I fucking love cleaning my house. My house smells like heaven all the time. And it gives me so much... If you hear my friends... If my friends tell you how I talk about buying candles and like, you know, air, those air plugs, those um, wall plugs, they make me so happy, guys. I'm actually getting really happy right now thinking about them because I need to order some new ones. It's making me very joyous. Um, and yeah, and just doing like positive things, like helping people out. Oh, singing. Singing makes me relax a lot. But usually, I'm always singing around people who want to fucking ruin my songs by joining, and then they sing shit, and it's annoying. But, so, maybe that's not really self-care, because I get triggered. They know themselves. Um, But, yeah, you know, this is Mental Health Awareness Month. Please take time um, to take care of your health. Um, one of the things that I always tell people is make sure you can feel your toes. And that just means like feeling very grounded in whatever it is that you're doing. Take deep breaths, drink a lot of water, see a therapist, see your friend, get an orgasm or two or three. Um, don't spend money on shopping because you think that's like self-care because you'll be broke after. And you know who does not care about your mental health? Chase or Bank of America. But shopping is like really therapeutic though. No, it's not. Stop spending your money on shopping. Stop it. I mean, but you can budget. But you can budget. You don't have to go If you budget. have if you have what was I saying that if you have to budget to buy a thing, you don't really you can't really afford it. Um But you should always have a budget though. Lalu, okay. Lalu, you know what? Lalu, my self care is not in the best shape right now. Come on, send me budget money. That is not true, Somi. You can budget and still afford something. Okay, yeah. so, don't listen to oh, me. Oh, don't listen money, to me because because Wobia is getting more defensive now because of Asha Freak. So you guys gonna spend the money there. So you can't. <laughs> you can't. No, I'm just saying <laughs> shopping is very therapeutic. Okay. Uh, it's well, nice. shopping shopping gives me a tremendous amount of anxiety, and it's just stressful because there's too many products and too much shit, and I just need like <laughs> the same. I need the same shit that I buy every time to be in the same place, and we good. Um, you're such a man you're such a man but yeah you know try to just keep your head down and keep it up however way you want it do the best you can um this week have a fabulous week and uh, make sure you know just get a pulse on yourself but also the people around you there's a lot of people who are going through things um that don't always know how to ask for help or they're skilled at hiding their symptoms um and you know they're needing help so make sure you you know reach out say a word to the people that are around you um show them some love and uh yeah make sure you be awesome this week and um stay out of trouble because none of us will bail you out we don't have any money for that so yeah call your sugar daddy or sugar mama wow
Um, women, do you know any any sugar mommies that are looking for sh- glucose sons? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, I'll send you the list. Don't worry, I'll send you. <laughs> well, if you have any glucose parents that really don't need the glucose, but you know they got the funds, I'm here. I'm, I'm available. Wow. I just cannot provide glucose. Oh but my god! <laughs> no glucose. <laughs> no <laughs> glucose, but you want to be a glucose baby. Yeah, um, <laughs> just, just, just let them know I'm here. Podcast That's will be it. up later tonight. Uh, make sure you download it, share it with your friends, share it with your family. Um, and we're gonna sign out of tonight's episode with our top three. Um, and enjoy, download, and um, have a fabulous rest of the week. Yeah, we'll be on loudly say say goodbye to the people. Good night. Bye, y'all. Take care of yourself. Uh, look at how they sound like my children saying bye bye to their friends. This is so cute. This is just it's been a fabulous episode. Okay, 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 Every week, we bring you great music from around the world. So here's the Rant Show's top three for this week. Enjoy. Allo, 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 million dollars, bébé, tu veux ça J'suis gang, oh game, boy, ne joue pas bang, bang, bang J'suis gang, oh game, boy, ne joue pas bang, bang, bang Blap, 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 la pookie Ferme la porte à la pookie dans le side Blap, 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 la pookie Ferme la porte à la pookie dans le side Là j'ai pas le time pour toi C'est pas fort, là tu fais trop d'efforts C'est bail là, c'est pour les mecs comme ça Ta clé pour des pipettes, ça va claquer Pour des pipettes, ça va claquer, crack Pour les bombes, ça va grave, que crack J'crois que c'est leur ding-dong J'suis gang, or game Boy ne joue pas bang, bang, bang J'suis gang, or game Boy ne joue pas bang, bang, bang
I had a couple seasons made of forest. I put in the work and take the profit. Looking at my girl, like what a goddess. Thank God. Rule number two, don't make the promise. If you can't keep the deal, then just be honest. Just be honest. I can never die, I'm Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Fuck the government and fuck Boris. Yeah. yeah. I'm a villain, killing when I'm borrowing. Brothers in the hood, just like the movie that I starring. Servicing my whip, I phone the boss to bring my car in. I could probably take a trick, but I just wouldn't, cause she's jarring. Ooh, I got the sauce. Don't know what you for. Catch me up and snowing in my sliders and my shorts. Chicks trying to get my brother flips to share his thoughts. I think he's trying to tell me I should tell her he don't talk. I don't fuck with her. Yeah, I used to hit it, but you're stuck with her. Man, I wouldn't even try my luck with her. Yeah, let's say I'm bougie. Way too exclusive. Chilling in Dubai, know I get it all inclusive. Now, may I ask if you can find it in your spirit? Leave us all alone and go and mind your fucking business. Looking in the mirror, saying my key or the illest. When I'm James Bond, trying to live my movie like I'm Idris. So we telling them, look, my brothers don't die, we just rossy bop. I tell you, I got to link me at the coffee shop. Getting freaky in the sheets, we're taking body shots. Then I finish with a facial just to top it off. My brothers don't die, we just rossy bop. I tell you, I got to link me at the coffee shop. Getting freaky in the sheets, we're taking body shots. Then I finish with a facial just to top it off. My brothers don't die, we just rossy bop. So much rossy, I'm I open up a Rossi shop Mommy saying that I need to get some sleep All this flying overseas is always fucking up my body clock And all this stress has got me racking up my brain hey, hey. So tell these little fishes back up off my name hey, hey. I ain't gotta be a rapper with a chain Cause the rules are kinda different when you're badding up the game Straight Riding up the game, ride it up again yeah. Had him up before, I have him up again yeah. Fake brothers, man, your man will pretend yeah. Pussy by himself, he's battle with his friends Ah, oh, you man are so insecure, man, it's a joke, man, it's a joke. I need a ball in the yard, cause I'm the goal. Still the goal If you believe in your source, then raise a, toast. raise a toast These are some genius thoughts, so make the most Told they say me some I need all the homage, could you pay me some? Man, I'm dropping bangers on your baby mums Girls say I'm rude, Word. they wanna see me nude Word. My name's Steve Chocolate, I got nothing left to prove I got holes in my lapel, rubbing shoulders with your girl huh? Which one of said that I will go to jail? What? Well, I guess you have to hold the L Tell them this is London City, we the hottest in the world What we telling them, look My brothers don't die, we just rossy but I tell you I got to link me at the coffee shop Getting freaky in the sheets, we're taking body shots Then I finish with a facial just to top it off My brothers don't die, we just rossy but I tell you I got to link me at the coffee shop Getting freaky in the sheets, we're taking body shots Then I finish with a facial just to top it off We hope you just enjoyed this What The Hack Band production of The Rant Show. Remember to subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Live weekly updates can also be found on our Twitter and Instagram pages. Till next time, stay up.